Megan and Kimberly, and you've been to room 237, the bonus. <laughs> you sound so congested. <laughs> hey, it's Kimberly. <laughs> I am congested. Aw, poor baby. You've been to room 237, the bonus. Woohoo! Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> so, just like last week, we're recording this via Zoom because yeah. I'm kind of under the weather. I have a pending COVID test. I don't, I hope it's not, but I didn't want to make Megan die, so. I've already had Omicron, Omarion, That's true. So. I think I had Delta last time, yeah. and if I have it again, this is definitely Omicron. Yeah, I agree. Because last time I lost my sense of taste and smell, so I don't think that was with Omicron, but you know, we'll no, see. I didn't have that when I had the Omicron. The Omarion. The Omarion. Yeah. So, what are we doing today? Um, so our last episode was The Host, and that movie is about a, a group of friends who decide to have a seance over Zoom, mm-hmm. and then hijinks ensue. Hijinks do ensue. As, <laughs> as they do. Yeah. Um, and so today we're going to talk about, like, seances, fun. and, like, famous cases of them, and, like, famous people who've done seances. All right, that sounds fun. Let's get into it. All right. So a seance is an attempt to communicate with spirits. The word seance comes from the French word for session and from the old French seal, which is to sit. I don't speak French, so I couldn't I'm tell you a, how to I, mean, that. I know one French word is voitu. Un voitu. I mean, That's I know a car. more than one French word, but. I mean, I know bonjour. <laughs> I know like some of the things, but voitu is my favorite French word. Okay. <laughs> um, in French, the word's meaning is quite general. One may, for example, speak of, oh, here we go, here's some French. Un séance de cinéma. Yeah, A movie session. In English, the word came to be used specifically for a meeting of people who are gathered to receive messages from ghosts or to listen to a spirit medium discourse uh, with or relay messages from spirits. Mm. In modern English usage, participants need not to be seated while engaged in a seance. But wouldn't seance. you rather be seated? Well, who wants to do this fucking sitting up, standing up? No, thank you. I don't want to do a lot of things standing up. My kneecap goes numb, so. Girl, these, no for me. <laughs> these 1983 knees have been through pop, lock, and drop it, drop okay. it like a side. Right. Yeah. We lived through the 90s. Right. Okay, I was hitting the club. Right, we were pop lock and drop it for the 992,000 (laughs) we backed it up we pop locked and drop it we're done i just can't i can barely squat down anymore (laughs) like megan the stallion my girl Mm -hmm. use them knees you'll see when you're give it to nears you know what god bless her i hope she can i hope she can still squat down and do those like i hope she can too so what types of let's move on what types of seances do we have kim burley so our first type is religious seances mm. and in the religion of spiritualism and the religion of divine metaphysics it is generally a part of services to communicate with living personalities in the spirit world usually this is only called seance by outsiders the preferred term for spiritualist is receiving messages sounds like a seance it sounds like bullshit in these <laughs> sessions which generally take place in well-lit spiritualist churches or outdoors at spiritualist camps. An ordained spiritualist minister or a gifted medium will relate messages from spirit personalities to those here in the physical form. Mm -hmm. Generally, spiritualist message services or demonstrations of the continuity of life are open to the public, so we can all just go We can all just go take a gander. Yeah. 
in some churches, the message service is preceded by a healing service, and that involves some sort or some form of faith healing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know how we feel about faith I don't healing. Believe it. Healed, I say healed. <laughs> All I can think of is like sweaty old white men. Yes. In a suit with the sleeves, like the jacket off sleeves rolled up to their elbows because y'all they're in a tent and it's hot as balls. Right. I'm thinking of like that, that evangelical guy like who's white and he would just like fucking beat people in the forehead with his palm and be like healed you know who I'm talking about oh there's just so many (laughs) (laughs) I don't know the specific one you're talking about look churches freak me out I'll tell you is it Tammy Faye's husband maybe Jim Baker know his name Jim Baker Tammy Faye yeah maybe it is I think it is you just don't like a faith healer huh no I remember the first time well not the first time I had gone to church with one of my cousins and she got like the Holy Ghost and was like, you know, ripping and running up through the aisles and prancing and stuff. And I remember being like, what? I think I was seven. Do you feel like, like what? She, maybe she just got tired and like bored of sitting still and was like, I'm just going to get some energy out real quick. I'll tell her. Yeah, I, I just, I was like, this isn't the person that I know. And also this is fucking weird. Why is everyone like ripping and running through like the aisles but like if i fucking nod off i get in trouble but they can just do it cut the fuck up because they say they got this holy ghost look but, if you nod look, off you can just be like look i was communing look even from seven ghost. years old the, the spirit like the religious shit was just not for me <laughs> i wasn't here with the shits i see i see okay well you know whatever so stage mediumship seance what does that mean? So stage mediumship seances, mediums who claim to contact spirits of the dead or other spirits while on stage with audience members seated before them are not literally holding the seance, like in the typical terms, because they themselves are not seated. However, it's still called a seance. But I thought that we we just said that you didn't have to be seated anymore. Well, the real term in france it's you have to be seated but like americans dilute everything who was that man who i feel like he had a tv show um and he was like contacting people's dead relatives for them and being like yeah grandma says that the the jewels are in the i don't remember but there was a guy and like there's a famous guy too that like like scribbles on paper like oprah was like yeah this dude's legit just like she was for dr phil and dr oz we know we've both found out well dr phil and dr oz are for both shit exactly so that's trust, just... dr oz is running for like political office sounds like a bad plan guy yeah anywho <laughs> one of the foremost early practitioners of the stage type of seance of, of this type of contact with the dead kim has was mm, pascal beverly randolph who worked with spirits of relatives and audience members but was also famed for his ability to contact and deliver messages from ancient seers and philosophers such as plato <laughs> so yeah he had uh, the direct contact with plato so I mean, you know on as we learned on the astral plane language take a shot <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't mean anything so there are also leader assisted seances and those are generally generally conducted by small groups of people with participants seated around a table in a dark or semi dark dark room. Why is it gotta be dark? I've always wondered this. Why it can't we have the, the mood, lights on? Really. Do spirits only show up if it's dim? I guess so. It's irritating. The leader is typically asserted to be a medium, and he or she may go into a trance that theoretically allows the spirits to communicate through that person's body. 
conveying messages to the other participants. Like, remember Whoopi and Ghost? Yes, like one of the most famous. Yeah. <laughs> other modes of communication may also be attempted, including psycho psychography mm-hmm. um, or automatic writing. It's That's what we, had, like, we saw in... Um... What movie was that? The one it was an older movie. Starts with a C. The Changeling. The changeling. <laughs> yes, and they bought the person over yeah, and he's just scribbling like on paper. Um, automatic writing, numbered raps like a tap, a tap, a tap, a, <laughs> um, a levitation of the table or mm. of spirit trumpets, mm. <clears throat> a ports or even smells. Smell. Yeah, it was thought spirits of the dead resided within the realm of dark and shadow, making the absence of light mm. a necessary. A necessity to invoke them now so we, i guess that there we go answers why they need to be in the dark if i was a spirit i would not want to be in the dark all the time this is the type of seance that is most often the subject of shock and scandal when it turns out that the leader is practicing some form of stage magic illusion or using mentalism tricks to defraud their clients in the movie, um, Ghost. No, I think it's like The Conjuring, one, one mm-hmm. of them, maybe. Or maybe it's one of the Annabelle movies. Regardless, they have one of the families, like they're doing, they do these medium things the mom does, but the, she makes her daughter's helper like defraud people, you know? So they're like hiding under the table, knocking and doing shit. Shady. Mm. And the older daughter's like a teenager, and she's like, Mom, this is not cool. <laughs> Not cool. So there are also informal social seances. And among those, it's like people have an interest with the occult. And the tradition has grown from like conducting seances outside of any religious context and also without an, a leader. So it's like people who come together of the same like beliefs without a leader who just like are like, fuck it, let's do a seance. Or like just want to do something fun on a Saturday night. Right, right, right. Sometimes only two or three people are involved. And if they're young, they may be using the seance as a way to test their understanding of the boundaries between reality and the paranormal. It's in these small seances um, that the planchette and Ouija board are usually used. So I think of this one as like more like slumber party shit. Like, you (laughs) know, a couple of people get together around a Ouija board or just have a planchette and um, some kind of spirit board um, and try to make contact, which I've done several times yeah and like seriousness though not like fucking around mm-hmm. haven't made contact with anything yet surprising yeah unsurprising. <laughs> megan's such a skeptic I'm one day though i'm to gonna bring it. a fucking demon to this room and make it attached to her you know please don't that doesn't sound fun <laughs> he'd be so bored too like i don't do anything he'd be like this girl isn't worth it <laughs> like all right let's move on to someone else <laughs> the last one <laughs> the last one that we have <laughs> is a spiritualist seance mm. and those spiritualists and practitioners they're like psychics psychics and mediums they hold a seance so that all participants speak with various personalities in the spirit world and this is held in a seating a seated manner like in a circle mm. fun time so let's talk about some famous seances let's do it the first one is the annual houdini seance Woo-hoo. yay before magician and famous skeptic Harry Houdini died on Halloween 1926. What a great day to die. I know. On <laughs> Halloween. He said that he would send word of the afterlife if there was one once he was gone. So he and his wife, Bess, they devised a code word that only they knew. 
though Bess held seances on the anniversary of his death for 10 years, hoping to hear their secret word, nothing ever happened. Mm. Right. How unsurprising. You know, she was dedicated though, right? I would have moved on. Moved right <laughs> 10 years, a decade. Um, still a variety of magicians, um, Houdini enthusiasts and spiritualists have continued the tradition ever since. And it includes, they did a virtual seance in 2020 since people weren't allowed oh, to meet nice. in person. I would maybe want to get another seance. Oh, yeah, it'd be interesting. Kim has, we need to come up with an afterlife code. Yeah, I, I feel as if we need like what a message to tell each other. I don't know if you can't tell anyone else. True, 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 true. We'll, we'll think of it and come up with it. it. <laughs> so this one is the seance that inspired the 12 Steps program. Oh. Right. <laughs> So Alcohol Anonymous AA co-founder, his name is Bill Wilson, and he had a bit of a theme for the macabre, the spooky things in life, Mm -hmm. as we all do. He even had a room in his house dedicated to the paranormal and mystical, which he called the spook room. Mm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I, I feel a little racist. Right yeah, yeah, I'm like, ah, okay, we'll just <laughs> let's just say the spooky room. He, he didn't mean sir. it that way. He, did, he I didn't. Hope, but I hope not, Bill Wilson. We don't know Bill Wilson. It's we'll we'll say the name. spooky room. It is Bill. <laughs> so Bill once claimed that um, this room, his spooky room, <laughs> and the contact he made with spirits there helped him to get over his alcohol. Okay, Bill. One of the spirits he claimed to have chatted with was a 15th century monk named Boniface. Wilson claimed in his autobiography that Boniface and other spirits he contacted via the Ouija board were responsible for his creating of Alcoholics Anonymous's world-famous 12 Steps. Right. And so my takeaway from this is something that people put their whole lives into. It's based on some bullshit. It's based on some dude in his spook room. <laughs> he was probably drunk. Yeah. Going well, through withdrawals. Yes, absolutely he was. <laughs> you know, and he was like, you know, it would be fun. 12 steps. 12 steps and done. 12 steps seems excessive. I don't even know what all the steps are. I don't either, but it does seem rather I excessive. I know one is like asking for forgiveness from people. Oh, I just need, I want a token, a sobriety token. And you know what? We shouldn't make light of You have to be sober, Kim. Oh, well. <laughs> Maybe so. I'm not ready to commit to okay. AA. Okay. Although I've been sober this week. I could do it. I yeah, I can only do acceptance. Yeah, I did Thursday night. Mm. You, mm. This week, bitch, that was two days ago. <laughs> Don't judge me. So okay. anyway. another famous seance <laughs> is actually the world's first recorded seance. Mm, fun. Yeah, and there it was by um, a... I know these girls. Do you? The mm-hmm. Fox sisters, mm-hmm. Kate and Margaret, they were like pretty odd children growing up. They didn't play hopscotch or whatever the fuck they did in the 1800s. <laughs> they were just like hanging out with ghosts. In fact, they um, play an important part in the history of spiritualism as they're recognized as conducting the first ever seance that was officially recorded in text. Mm-hmm. So by 1848, in a small town in New York, Kate and Margaret had created a cold, and it was a simple system of table wraps, which they used to communicate with the dead. What, what I don't know you? if you... <laughs> what was it? A code. Uh, okay. <laughs> a cold. A cold. <laughs> Every now and then, Megan loves to roast me it. on my Chicago accent that no, I, I never... 
I waited too long. See, normally if I get her right away, she doesn't catch on to what I'm doing, and she's always she just repeats the word, and I love it. She like, what do you say? I make a cold, and those are the only things. Every like, time. Everything else is like super Texan, but the only thing I hold on to is like a cold, that o, a cold that o sound. That yeah. fucking O. She says coat like that too. Coat. And boat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it never fails to make me laugh and ask her what she's saying. It has been making you laugh for like 15 fucking years. <laughs> you think it would grow old, but it doesn't. But it doesn't. Eventually, the, the pair of Fox sisters started inviting friends over to witness the phenomenon of them speaking with the dead. One particular seance was attended by family friends, John and Susanna Moody, who had expressed an interest in spiritualism reported by the girls. Yeah, so Catherine Fox started the seance by asking the spirit if it minded speaking with the Moody's. After instructing the spirit to rap three times for a yes, the spirit did indeed rap three times. Mm. Susanna Moody recorded her experience in a letter, and so this reciprocated rap sound is the first ever recorded quote-unquote successful communication with a spirit wow in the 1800s so the next test involved Catherine fox going through a list of friends alive and dead which she had asked Susanna moody to compile kate fox asked the spirit to knock three times for a living friend and five for a dead one the ghost got all the knocks correct how unsurprising (laughs) what a twist what an interesting thing In summing up the seance, Susanna Moody was clearly conflicted about what she'd experienced. She said, quote, I do not believe that the raps are produced by spirits that have been of this world, but I cannot believe that Kate, with her pure spiritual face, is capable of deceiving. (laughs) That part tickles me with her pure spiritual face. Does she want to fuck? She just looks too beautiful to she be a liar. She is so beautiful. Like, I don't think you're capable of this, but, like, would you like to accompany me to my bedchamber? <laughs> Early lesbian shit. Yeah, my favorite. Um, And then, last but not least, since they kind of kicked this off, we'll get into a little bit more about Kate and Margaret Fox. They are liars! <laughs> yeah, they are. So, I... The Fox sisters are believed to have started the whole seance spiritual movement. At ages 11 and 15, for Kate was 11, I guess, Margaret 15. Mm -hmm. Yes. The sisters started the whole movement in upstate New York, as we said, in 1848. Much of modern occultism has its roots in spiritualism. So spiritualism has no hierarchy and was practiced in the homes of the fathers. And women played a predominant role it was like the Wicca of our day. So mm-hmm. like the sisters, this was like their time to shine. Yeah. The two young sisters used rapping to convince, not the kind of rapping we know, but taps. Taps. <laughs> to convince their older sister and others that they were communicating with spirits. Their older sister then took charge of them and managed their careers for some time. And they all enjoyed success as mediums for many years. Yeah, she was like, ooh, this shit is profitable as fuck. I want want in. So Kate and Margaret became well-known mediums. They gave Mm -hmm. seances to like hundreds of people. Many of these early uh, seances were entirely frivolous, where sisters sought insight into the state of railway stocks or the issues of love affairs, right? Why would ghosts know that? I know. But people were desperate. 
But the religious significance of communication with the deceased soon became apparent. So, like, they started out with this, like, this, like real, real race dogs and, like, love affairs. But they soon discovered, like, communicating with the dead was much more profitable. <laughs> um, Horace Greeley, the prominent publisher and politician, became, like, a protector for them, kind of. And he enabled their movement and he pushed them into the higher social circles. Mm. Yeah. Um, they had a lack of parental guidance and like both of them as young women like started drinking wine very mm-hmm. early on and were like thrust into this um, high society circle where they were doing seances. They even did a seance at the White House for First Lady Jean Pierce. Yeah. Or Jean, Pier- however Jean. you want to pronounce it. Jean would be the French pronunciation. Jean Lupicard. Mm-hmm. The Pierce family was involved in a train derailment and it took the life of their 11 year old son, Benny. Benny and the Jets. Why did I read this as Beanie? <laughs> Stupid. First, the first lady wrote her dead son a letter asking him to appear to her. To help guide him, she reached out to the Fox sisters. Yeah. So there's no record as to what happened at the White House seance, but we do know that Margaret and Kate went and helped them. And we do know that Jane reported, or Jean reported, that Benny had appeared to her in her dreams shortly after the sisters came and did whatever the fuck they did at the White House. Mm-hmm. About four decades later, after years of poverty, failed marriages, and alcoholism, the sisters confessed confessed the strange popping sounds had been made by the girls cracking their toe joints yeah which in itself is a pretty special skill it is like i can't do that because they weren't using their hands i am no assuming they were just doing their toes and shit under the table um cat even became a roman catholic and she renounced spiritualism like as as a whole called it an evil at one point but um she backslid later and settled back into her old rays the both of them wrote a book exposing the truth called The Death Blow to Spiritualism, confessing the whole thing had been a hoax. Kate was arrested in 1888 for drunkenness and idleness, which is what I think is like loitering today. Yeah. She lived from then on by begging and borrowing and died impoverished in 1892. Margaret died a few months after her sister Kate and followed her into a pauper's grave. A pauper's grave. A pauper's grave. A pauper. You know who else yeah. was buried in a pauper's grave? Who was it? Mozart. We share a birthday. Oh. <laughs> Fun facts. Fun facts. So the Fox sisters have been widely cited in parapsychology and spiritual in spiritualist literature. According to psychologists Leonard Susney and Warren Jones, many accounts, quote, many accounts of the Fox sisters leave out their confession of fraud and present the wrappings as genuine manifestations of the spiritual world, mm-hmm. end quote. C.E.M. Hansel notes in 1982 that remarkably, the Fox sisters are still discussed in the parapsychological, parapsychological literature without mention of any of their trickery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So really no one wanted to dis. dis- What's the word I'm looking for? Disprove them. Yeah, they don't want to fuck their, their bag. Like, because, all these spiritualists you know were like, mm-hmm. It wasn't the bag. It's because people are desperate to believe in something. Right. Anything. And so this gave people comfort. And then to hear that it was all fake probably hurts They're like, no, hearts. no, not us. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because it is all fake. 
Look, I don't believe any of this is fake, and I um I'm actually going to see a Kunanira probably next week. I was going to see it this week, but I got ill and I didn't mm. want to infect her. But like, I'm gonna go and she gonna rub an egg on you. Didn't you have that done when you were in Mexico? Mm-hmm. I met with a bruja yeah. in Mexico City who actually told me not to marry my current fiance. So we'll see hmm. how this goes. <laughs> Why? She just didn't get that vibe from Cass. Well, also, like, she was, like, she kept saying he, and I'm, like, mm. okay, so, bitch, you don't actually know anything. Right, yeah, which is probably pretty likely mm-hmm. that she doesn't know anything. And also, like, her um, reading to me was translated by Robert to me because mm-hmm. she didn't speak Spanish. So, like, mm. as the Bible, <laughs> like, things get lost in translation, so who actually yeah. knows? Right. Was Cass However, there, like, making a sourpuss face off to the side? No, as she usually does, which is just her <laughs> normal face. Like, she's not having a bad time. No. She just has RBF. Um, I mean, no, she do. wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. Both of you do. Yeah, it's pretty pretty. Serious. And I have, like, puppy dog face. <laughs> I'm like, hey, yeah, you always look here. interested, even though you're usually not. Yeah, that's true. I always look disinterested as hell. Even, yeah, when you are. I, I can't do the disinterested. I do the interested, even though I'm not. And it makes people think that they can really confide in me. That's why they do. That's why they I, do. I, on the other hand, always look like I'm judging you. <laughs> and uh, people don't confide in you. Mm-hmm. I'm a great listener, though. <laughs> she is, she is. I actually give really good advice. But, you know, you to not to toot my own horn. <laughs> Excellent. I should have been a uh, therapist. <laughs> wow. Anyway. <laughs> what are we doing next week? What are we doing next week? You know, I forget it the minute we say it. I know what it is. Creep. I just, oh, yay. I was just hoping you would remember. <laughs> I'm a creep. So I I'm creep. A... Yeah. Oh. Just There's just so many choices. Oh, I am much better suited for T-Boss right yeah, now with you, my voice. You, yes. <laughs> Take a good look at it. <laughs> Her voice is so low. It's so low. I cannot so ever do those notes unless the unless I'm sick. Gosh, she's so hot. She's always like, baby, it's yours. That's too high. That's like all octave too high. Okay, so we're doing creep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next week. It's yeah. going to be fun. Fun times. In the meantime, you can find us on social media. We're on Instagram and uh, Facebook at Room 237 The Podcast. And we're on Twitter at Room 237 The Pod C1. In the meantime, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Give us that little five star. Or um, if you're talking with some friends and like, I found this bomb ass podcast, tell two or three friends about us and it really helps us get out there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. only 83 outside. Yeah, there was a, a temperature cool down. Um, when I went outside earlier to take out the trash, I noticed that it wasn't super hot and it had rained. Yeah, it's actually quite nice. Yeah. It's probably humid now, but. Oh, for sure. I mean, that was before. It's Houston. Hmm. All right. So, <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah. Okay. Coming back. All right. Um, until that time. Until next time. Yeah. Stay safe. Yep. Bye. Bye.